Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right. Good day. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another Live the Fuel show. As usual, I'm always uh, pretty spunky, pretty fired up. Uh, I'm actually still finishing a wonderful uh, cup of joe. But uh, today's recording session might be a little bit more spunky than usual. I got a gentleman coming on. We uh, we're literally are virtually meeting today, so that's how these podcasts flow. Uh, but he's got a crazy cool background. I'll just go ahead and toss some keywords out, but I'm going to give you a little bit of a bio. There might be some MMA chat. There might be some reconnecting uh, from my Arizona life years ago. For those of the regular listeners, the firefighting days, this guy is, a, is from Arizona. Uh, he might know a few things about motivation, inspiration, and as a health and fitness junkie myself, this guy's got a bit of a kinesiology background to cycle into the mix too. So anyway... Uh, he also, so he, he, let me just jump right in. He became a professional fighter uh, between 2009 and 2017. Uh, so he's got me beat there. I studied some martial arts, but I never actually got into professional <laughs> fighting. Uh, but he, you know, it's, it's more than just transforming the body, though. Like he went, he really tapped into the mind and the spirit because they play key factors. And we've discussed that on the show to help you guys build success. And he, he definitely learned, you know, through his journey as a fighter and then becoming a coach. So we're going to dive deeper into this guy's background, but without further ado, coming live from Arizona, Clifford Starks. We're going to go for Cliff for short. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. I also, I love the fact that it's funny because some people feel bad if they dial in from like the car. Like you're literally dialed in from the car right now. And then people yep. see my crazy boom mic and everything else. I'm like, dude, I don't care. I was like, in the end, we're getting good content. We're going to bring some power to the listeners and I don't care if you're dialed in from home, your car, whatever. And actually, absolutely. here's a little hack for you. If you ever decide to launch a podcast, a lot of podcasters purposely record in their car. They find the acoustics better. So Interesting. Okay. That's you, good to know. And then others, they start in their closet. <laughs> huh. Yeah, okay. You know, it's, it's, it's about adapting and figuring it out. That's Sometimes it. Sometimes it works better for you, too. Yeah. Awesome. So talking about adapting and figuring out, I mean, more of your bio in here, man, like six packs of millionaires. Let's just tie that together. Obviously, I'm hitting that, not not the booze, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about the physique, okay? Yeah. Uh, and I love to tie together the importance of health and fitness driven into your success and obviously, you know, maybe reaching the, the, the levels of millionaire status, so to speak. So let's dive right in, man. Like, why do you like to chat about those? Why, why is that in, in some of your bio and your background? Well, I think we, we all want to do something great in this world. Okay. And greatness is not easy to obtain, but it was never meant to be easy to obtain. But you feel so great, as the word states, <laughs> when you get there, mm -hmm. you know? And it does start with being happy with life, being happy with yourself, but striving for something bigger than yourself. Because when you strive for something bigger than yourself, you'll always do the necessary things that you need to do. Hmm. And now we're living in a culture where, where it talks about find your why and listen to your heart. And that's important to do. You, you need to do those things. But you also have to fight for something bigger than yourself. And us as human beings, we, are natu we naturally have that in us. Some of us might not know it until later on. And some people learn it way too late. And so my message is to let people shine as bright as they can and go all out in their greatness because no one's going to be what they can be. They have a perspective nobody else has. 
And that's why I want them to go all in on that perspective. Well, so let's pause on this, right? So everything you just said is amazing. And I talk about the same thing. But there's mm-hmm. a common thing that's come up, and I've been mentioning this lately in the past six months at least in this show, is the tagline for the show is we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. But I, I'm intrigued yeah. to see how you're, you're going to uh, respond to what I'm going to go with here. Over that time, though, time and time again, uh, the topic of mindset comes into play. The topic of hard work comes into play. And also a, a big quote that I started using more is we're all at a different place on the timeline. So I'm intrigued yeah. to see what you think about that because let's be real. You and I, the way we talk today, the way we are literally having a fresh conversation you and I have never met, and we're about to wrap for you know almost an hour with mm. never even meeting before because we're just at a different place in that timeline. How do you talk to that? Because you didn't always have that this mindset, right? I didn't always have this mindset. Yeah. Well, it really comes down to understanding the individual, understanding their patterns, and working within their patterns. Okay. And when you can when you can work into a person's pattern, like it's it's what people need is a combination of things. And too often we're told we just need one thing, and that's not true. So it's we'll find your why, we'll find your passion, we'll find what you love. And it's so much deeper than that. Because you have to know what you hate, you have to know what you dislike. You have to know how you respond to pressure. You have to feel like you're loved by someone, even if it's just you. Hmm. You have to know what it feels like to be hated by someone because you need to know how will you respond to those situations? How will you respond to adversity? How will you respond to pain? Mm -hmm. That's kind of why I got into fighting. It's competition. You learn about yourself. Mm -hmm. And so life is a continuous process of learning about who you really are. Would you agree then that through that process, because I, I kind of joked around, you know, I studied martial arts when I was younger. I never got into the professional adult level of fighting, even though the mm-hmm. one CrossFit gym that I train at, uh, they actually have an MMA uh, dojo uh, you know, attached. So actually, I don't know if they use the word dojo. I use the word dojo because I yeah. studied I study Okinawan based. So that was one of our lang- uh, language. But the, the interesting piece of that is that whether it's sports in general or that obviously the topic of this, I have found that exactly what you're saying, we need to get ourselves outside of our comfort zone, right? And put ourselves where we are not comfortable. We're not happy and be prepared to be your own worst self critic. And that's what I just heard from you. Yeah. You're going to get criticized from other people, but let me tell you nowadays, it's usually me. Like I don't even, I don't give a crap what anybody has to say about me anymore. Because I'm like, dude, I'm truthful. I'm transparent. I'm here to help change the world. You're either with me or you're not. You can move on. So nowadays, yeah. it's more like it's more me. I usually have to fight more of myself. So I'm intrigued what you think about that. Like, are you kind of the same place? Where, where are you at? Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Um, my biggest thing is some of my toughest clients mm-hmm. have been some of my best learning lessons because ah. they take me in places I don't want to go. Like it's it's like. No, just do it this way. Right. And it would be it would be nice if you just told everyone the steps that they have to implement and they just followed the steps. (laughs) But everyone's infinitely complicated. Like some people just don't want to follow the steps. Some people want to go about it a different way. Some people and instead of looking at it and being like, oh, well, you're dumb or oh, well, you're stupid or no, this is the way it works. 
or I'm the expert, I'm the professional. Mm -hmm. I look at it and say, how can I get through to this person? How can I get through to this person? Because if I can get through to this person, it's going to make it even easier to get through to anybody else that I have to work, work with or anyone who's going to be difficult. I'm going to learn new strategies, new tactics, new tools. So I use everything as a place of strength instead of a place of weakness. What are your thoughts? Because I mean, my brain's going a mile a minute. That's why, this is why I love podcasting. Because I, I, yeah. I connect with guys and, and gals you know, that have the mindset that we have. And it's fun because... I'm just, all right, I've already got, I've already got like five other things I want to talk to you about. So it's like, all right, the one thing you just talked about here is not just obviously embracing the suck of having to deal with other people and they're probably going to throw up walls and it's usually their own self-imposed walls. Uh, mm. I love, I love the fact that you also just dropped in a lot of negative speak. I'm, I'm a big geek about psychology, right? So it's like, guys, back to the mindset piece, right? Like the stupid thing, the dumb thing. These are words, unfortunately, that are still being thrown a lot, a lot and usually it's also from ourselves uh, because it's yeah. from the people we've surrounded ourselves with. Um, are, are you a big fan of like the classic old school Jim Rohn? I, yes. feel, I feel like anybody who's ever gotten into personal and professional development sooner or later, you're going to come across Jim Rohn content, right? And, the, mm -hmm. and his most classic quote that I've shared multiple times on this show is you know, you're the product of the five people you spend the most time with. Right? So if Every you're surrounded time. by people with negative speak change, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's hard. It's That's hard. It is. It is. When people are used to being conditioned a certain way, it's hard to recondition yourself into a different thing. Um, the other the other part that's true to that, because I 100 percent agree with you do become the people you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. I also believe that as a human being, you have a light that is special and you can burn very, very bright. No one knows how bright you can burn except for whatever this mysterious universal energy is you want to call it, whether it be God, universe, whatever you want to call it, there's something special in each individual, everybody, the negatives, the naysayers, the haters, and the people who love, the people who want compassion. And people have to realize we're layers of both of those sides. We have the good in us and we have the bad in us. But in order to crush the bad we have to look it directly in the face mm -hmm. we have to look it directly in the face and with that being said it is important to build a solid base and your solid base are the people you you do hang around your solid base that's your reset button that that will teach you to go right into your default because i can hang out with five people who are in crappy situations who are down and I feel so strong in my abilities and I feel so strong in my belief in self that I could bring them up, you know, but some people aren't there yet and that's okay. They can get there. And I'm not telling people to even test themselves in that, but it is to say, you don't have to have a negative crappy attitude just because other people do. True. You do want to hang around your base, but you might not have your base sometimes. And what do you do with that? And that's where discipline and willpower come into head. Because you being a hotshot firefighter, when you were doing the things you were doing, I guarantee, and again, I'll ask you this question, you're going, you learn so much about yourself and you learn how much you can actually deal with. Like, I'm, that, that's got to be an insane story to go through a process like that and be like, wow, I can't believe I, I did that. 
It was definitely a life changing experience. Um, yeah. and, and it totally, it, do, it truly does align with what you're talking about. Cause I brought it up on the show before and it's going to be in the, the new book that's coming. So, uh, nice. but it, the, cause eventually like, let me tie this back to your earlier point about a minute or two ago. Like this, this fire that's in my logo, right? It burns white hot. That's mm. why it's white. Even though most people think of orange or red or different color spectrums. But if you study the intensity of the flame, two of the hottest color spectrums are blue or white hot, right? I mean, most, most of the most powerful stars in the universe, they've studied this, are at that yeah. level. So uh, that's, that's a little bit of a kind of like inside track on the branding, right? But this came mm-hmm. from the firefighters, you know, because when you look at the embers of a burned out fire, it's scorched earth. And everything has burned so long and so hot that it turns into white ash. So just think about that. Think about a campfire, right? Yeah. And, uh, but then let's think about that from the intensity of what we're surrounding ourselves with. Like, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I was luckily older. Uh, everybody called me old man on the crew because I was 32. Mm-hmm. And it was very militaristic. They usually hire, you know, rookie hotshots because it's it's one of the hardest jobs on the planet. I found out later. I didn't know that ahead of time. I mean, I knew it was hard. I just didn't know. It was, yeah. I didn't know it was actually officially ranked in like the top three. <laughs> <laughs> A good friend of mine was happy to share that with me after the adventure, and he was just like, "I'm so glad you you know you stopped doing that, man." Because you know, I did the research. I ran the numbers. And I'm like, okay. Well, thanks for not telling me that while I was doing the career. <laughs> <laughs> but the point here is that I wasn't ready. I, I didn't know what I was going to get myself in with. Like, I, I, the core of our crew, a hot shot crew, is, is 20 men or women strong, right? So 20 people. Those are 20 personalities, you know, not including, mm-hmm. I mean, including myself. So you have different leadership, right? You have somebody like me who stayed the hell away from the military when I was a kid. And they wanted me. I scored really high on those old school ASVAB tests in high school and everything else. Like they were chasing me for a whole summer. I'm like, nope, I'm not listening to you. I do what I want, blah, blah, blah. And then in my 30s, I, I leave the corporate world to go do that. Yeah. I was not ready. And, mm-hmm. and, and you're surrounding yourself with hard chargers, you being an MMA fighter, right? Like, dude, you're surrounding yourself with t- there's 20 type A personalities for the most part. Like, it, it mm-hmm. the, my superintendent told us that. He's like, guys, just so you know, you're all type A personalities. Not a normal person is not going to do this. So <laughs> be prepared to piss each other off. <laughs> yeah. Especially yeah. as the fire season goes on and all of that. So if that helps answer some of your question, right? Like, I didn't have a choice of who I was going to surround myself with. These people were hired. And trust me, yeah. there was definitely by the end of the fire season, at the end of that hard charge in six months, and we did 2,000 hours, 1,800 to 2,000 hours in six months. That's a normal year wow. for the nine to fiver. So yeah. wow. you have physical exhaustion, mental exhaustion, personality conflict. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's intense. It was intense. And I wasn't yeah, ready for no it. that's no joke. I wasn't ready yeah. for it. So, and people need to be ready. People need to be ready to not be ready. What do you think about yeah. that? Yeah, I mean, I think you're talking to every parent on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> you, you go through a process and you think you're ready for the process, but you're not ready for the process. No one's ever ready for the process. Hmm. But that just shows how strong the human spirit really is. You know, you went through your steps. You're still here. Yeah. You're still alive. You're good. And that's what it comes down to is like you, you watch a video and you feel motivated by the video, and then life starts getting really hard, and the pressure starts coming on. 
then what do you do? Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. It's like, then what do you do? And that's what was so big about, like, I love fighting with a passion because the, the door was slammed and you had the choice. You could quit or keep fighting because it's easy to fight when you're fighting someone that you're, you're beating the crap out of them. That's mm-hmm. easy to do. You're winning the fight. But it's not always going to be that way. No. There's going to be times when you're not the better fighter in there. That's true. And then your mind says, what are you going to do? Are you going to keep fighting? Are you going to try and find a way out? Are you going to try and find a way to win? Yeah. And so I'm glad my mind every time has always found a way, like it does its best to find a way to win. And I haven't won every fight that I've, I fought in, but I tried. I did everything I could. And I went back to the drawing board. And it's about going all in and being intense. Like that's what people miss sometimes is when you go all in and you're intense, you intensely fell instead of just, kind of failing mm-hmm. that's what gets people in trouble is the kind of failure well i'm gonna kind of fail and if i kind of fell then it'd be okay and oh, i tried well, I, I tell people that no, when it comes to commitment <laughs> it's like you, you can't kind yeah. you kind of commit you're already kind of failing yeah yeah you yeah. you fell at a hundred percent you go in you go big you go after your big dream go after your big dream at a hundred percent and then you fell and you fell hard. Now, again, it's not to say it's intense action. It's not to say you have to take big, huge steps. Because I wouldn't tell a person who's getting ready for a process like, all right, I'm going to put you in the ring with Mike Tyson, a prime Mike Tyson. Good luck. But it is to say what you're doing on the steps that you're on, on the ring that you're on, you go 100% at the stage that you're at. Because mm-hmm. that's all you can do. That's where the growth is. And it's hard sometimes. It is. Well, what you're talking about right now is actually, I mean, actually, you know, I haven't done some screen sharing yet. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, make sure you check out. We'll have a link in the show notes on the blog article on the website, but it's his name, you know, CliffordStarks.com. And you put it right out there on your main homepage, my friend. Like it's, you know, the greatness is within, but also, you know, as the screen changes here, you really like to focus on this whole breaking through the boundaries. That's where yeah. the, that's where the power is. That's where the change comes. But to your points, uh, you know, over the past few minutes, is you got to be ready for the suck. I mean, I actually have a chapter in my book. It's called "Embrace the Suck." <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love it because you're doing 16 hour days on the fire line, and it's day day 13. And you, if you do if you do 14 days straight on a fire assignment, then you have to take required two days off. So if you're on big fires, you really want to you know hit that day 14 because you're like, I'm going back. But that day 13, man, you're like, oh, I got one more day. I just need two yeah. days. I just need those two days to reset. And and it sucks. I mean, because you've been doing 16 hours a day. You might not have, you might not have even showered in like a week or two. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that was real. And, uh, you know, a few of your brothers might have some really smelly sweat. Uh, <laughs> you know? But hey, you get used to it, right? You embrace the suck. Absolutely. You're breaking through um, new smelling boundaries, not just physical and psychological. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but I love your point on the fact that like you're not always going to win. I think that yeah. is something. Because here's the thing: even in loss, and again, let's we're going full circle. Mm. You and I are at a different place in the timeline. So even in loss, we now know there is growth. Like that's no. where the powerful changes happen. Um, 
how do you, when you're talking to somebody who is very early in the timeline, mm-hmm. how do you try and get that point across? Do you bring in some of your own personal story? Because I love personal truth and transparency. I think it helps people get more approachable to us. What, do you, what are yeah. your thoughts on that? Um, my first thing is I love them. You know, mm-hmm. I empathize and I love. Because the one thing I've seen is people will, they'll fight for what they love. You know, I swear everyone that's gone through a process, it's because someone they loved, they've either, either disappointed someone they loved or they didn't, they didn't hold up to the standards to someone that they truly loved, someone that they truly cared about. And they were tested and they failed the tests and it broke their heart. So if I can love a person, like I love my clients, my clients are my friends. They're my family members, you know, and I'm going to test them and I'm going to pressure them. I'm going to give them tough love as well. Hmm. But it all starts with love. They have to feel like they're cared for because the second they feel like they're cared for, it's okay to fail. Like it makes it okay. And it's okay to go a hundred percent. So when you, yeah, when you don't know, when you don't know they care, then they don't care either. Good point. So, so you find that, I know I know people listening to this because I mean part of our target audience is not just the Gen Xers like myself, but it's the millennials, right? I'm trying to we're yeah. trying to pass on knowledge of the, the generations, right? The generations, I forget the exact quote, but it's like listen, people are like oh I study this, I study that, and I am very knowledgeable. I'm like okay, mm-hmm. knowledge is wasted unless you pass it on, and that yeah. is when the knowledge truly reaches a point of wisdom, right? I think yep. all of us should be aspiring to reach a point of wisdom. That doesn't mean you walk around like I'm the wisest person around here because trust me, a few people will be happy to knock you back down to reality. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in, in or out of the ring. <laughs> yeah. But my point here is that, you know, people hearing this, it might they might think, oh, well, that just sounds cheesy where all they got to do mm. is love somebody and all of a sudden their barriers are going to fall down. Well, mm. maybe, yeah. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there who don't love themselves. Mm-hmm. And how do you try and help people understand that? I mean, do you, do you get involved in group group environments too, or is it really more a one on one when you're working with people? I get involved in group. I actually started as group. Okay. And it was probably one of the best things that ever happened to me because I specifically focused on females. Oh. And wow, that was hard. <laughs> I said, wait, a, a male trying to yes. get through to a group of females. Yes. You do love yes. a challenge. <laughs> I, I love a challenge. I really do. I am a big fan of it. And I tell you, my ability, it, my ability to speak with individuals and speak with groups, I thank all of those women that I worked with. Hmm. Because there were times when you'd get like five or six pissed off women and you had to find a way to put them in a good mood. And I'm sure, as you know, you can't just smile and say, hey, just be in a good mood. It's okay. No. Just smile. That makes things worse. <laughs> that makes things worse. I just, I just got just married, married in March. So trust me, I've been learning that. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's true. It's like sometimes just knowing that you care, knowing that you care. And that's what's so powerful. And, and off of what you say, you say with the wisdom, 
And some people may think, well, that's cheesy. Hmm. And that's okay. You know, like people have to go through the steps and the stages that they have to go through. That's perfectly fine. You know, I, I love them too. I love them for thinking that it's cheesy because it is, it's their process. It's their reality. And so sometimes when people go through a, through life and understand their process, a 15, 16, 17 year old isn't the same person, 27, 37, 47 years old, or they're not supposed to be. Hopefully not. I yeah. Mean, usually, I mean, I, you're, usually we're supposed to be embracing that metamorphosis, you know, the growth. I'll tell growth. you one of the worst stories for me, for me. And it, it really opened my eyes to another level. Hmm. So my, um, he wasn't even biological, biologically my grandfather. He was an Italian man. Hmm. He was married to, he was married to my grandma and he's on his deathbed. And he was just, me and him ended up getting along. I liked the guy, hmm. but he was so ornery and angry and bitter with the world that it kind of rubbed people the wrong way. And so he's on his deathbed and it's me and my mom. And all I hear is, I don't want to die. I don't, no one was there. Not even his own kids. He has kids, his own biological blood. children. They weren't, yeah. yeah. They weren't there. No one was there. Wow. He got to cry about how he didn't want to die. And he only got to do it with two people who had barely came into his life. I and say, I don't how long, how long had you known him? I probably knew him for only two, two and a half years. It wasn't that long. Wow. It wasn't a long time. And so I'm watching this and I don't know if there's a heaven and hell on the other side, but that was hell with what he was going through. That was painful. It was hard to watch. I mean, I'm, I'm feeling it just hearing you explain the story and yeah. it's cause I'm just, I, I can, I can literally, I, I, I I can literally fathom this because, uh, you know, I was in the hospital in January. I accidentally collapsed a lung. Apparently, you can do that uh, even if you're fit. Uh, spontaneous mm, pneumothorax. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's, that's podcast 250. If anybody, if you're a newer listener, go back and listen to that. I'll tell you all about it. Um, yeah, but uh, episode 250 was about that. The, uh, uh, and then my, my, my dad just came home from the hospital. He, he was in for some kind of bacterial infection in his leg and he's a type two diabetic because he doesn't listen to me and i love him you know but i'm like you know my him and my mom are 69 years old they're not getting any younger uh he's a stubborn old irish bloodline man so (laughs) but the good thing about him is he is a good man and but they they don't they're not like me I, i have a lot of friends and circles and you know i'm very well connected because it's just my personality i love to connect He's more secluded. It's him and my mom. So yeah. the good thing is I'm already thinking about this. You sharing this story, I'm already thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? I know that, you know, at least our core family will be around when that time comes. So yeah. I can at least connect yeah. with that. So there might be, you know, less than I have a small family, so less than ten people. But mm-hmm. to be fair, if I put together an event, I know more people would come who know my father, especially if they're my closest friends, because there is that connection. I can't, yeah. I can't even fathom having two people by your bedside and not even your bloodline. Like you, he, he really pushed people away. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that was a and very, that was a very, um, you know, it's going way back to the beginning of the show. You talked a lot about energy and flow, right? So clearly yeah. 
Uh, I, I mean, hey, let's bring up the uh, the law of attraction. Yeah. Right. Nobody yeah. wanted to be attracted to that energy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it was it was really really hard. You know, it was really hard. And I I want to challenge both sides. Hmm. I want to challenge both sides because I don't know how his kids are thinking not being there for him passing. That might create darkness in their life. And that that's the thing. Life, oh, life re- has yeah, regret, wa- regret. Yeah. Life has waves of darkness and light. It's not simple. Hmm. It's very complicated. And so I want to shine as much light as I can to the world. And in order to do that, I have to take care of not only them, but myself as well. Mm-hmm. I have to eat right. I have to train right. I have to get proper sleep. I have to have the right nutrition. I have to take care of myself. And, and in turn, that helps me take care of people the very best that I can. Because I'll be cranky if I'm not eating right, if I'm not sleeping right, if I'm around crappy people all the time. Mm-hmm. I'd be angry. Just like anybody else who becomes angry. And it's like, I want to allow people to realize you have a choice. You have a choice. And when you're feeling crappy, when you're feeling crabby, when you're feeling angry, Hmm. try not to throw it out and spew all over the world because they're going to spew it back at you. You, you really, you compound it. But if you can cut it off for a second and take a second, get conscious, be aware and relax, find your calm, find the people who build you up, find those people. So maybe he never had the people to tell him, look, you're kind of, you're being kind of bitchy right now. (laughs) Like that's like if if me and him had a nice connection because I've always kind of told it how it was. It's always made my life easier Mm -hmm. because the sooner I can tell people how it is, the sooner one, they respect you for it. They might not like it every time, but they'll respect you for it. And two, they'll be a little more self-aware. True. Be like, Oh, I I guess I am being that way. (laughs) You know, I, I love what we're talking about right now because this is why we don't format the show. Things come out when they're supposed to come out. Things are going to flow the yeah. way they're supposed to flow. And everything you just shared, by the way, powerful story. Thank you for bringing that up because like, yeah, I was going to connect on like part of your bio is the whole you know, your father leaving you at the age of five. But this uh-huh. is even more of a unique story because you, know, you, all, you, you welcomed in a new, well, I guess you want to call it grandparent influence. And it was such a short-term thing. You barely had two and a half years to even establish that that truth and transparency style relationship of you saying how it is. And next thing you know, yeah. the guy's gone. Yeah. And But I love the fact that you at least took something powerful out of that experience like you just shared with us. Because I think a lot of people don't think about these things. They don't realize the lessons you can learn from that. I think people just accept yeah. how people are and they just move on. And then they make a joke about it years later. Like, Oh, well, you remember so-and-so. I mean, you know, I like the guy, but you know, he was always kind of a dick. Well, I'm like, okay, yeah. well, uh, being a bitch, a dick, whatever. What's mm-hmm. here's a quote. You're going to love this. I learned this quote while I was firefighting because the days sucked. <laughs> I mean, just, yeah. I mean, so there was cool days too, but, these are long days, right? So mm-hmm. think about this if you have a long work day, like uh, these nurses and doctors who put in 12 plus hour shifts, right? I have a lot of respect for the service industry. But the biggest quote that I remember is, you gotta take the good out of it, right? There's yeah. always gonna be bad days. 
So if we can just pause, stop, whatever, purposely go jump a speed bump into a different frame of mindset and say, okay, it sucked. But what was at least one good thing that I could take out of that day or that experience? What are your thoughts on that? 100% 100% agree. Like I say, the opportunities are in the obstacles. And there's going to be obstacles in life. That's just the way it goes. Yep. There is no perfect road. And so you have to live in an unperfect road. And you have to adapt and be ready to do the things you need to do. And this is what's so cool about the human spirit. Like the human spirit is so unbelievably awesome because if you take it as such, and take it as I can get past this. I know I can get through it. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know when, but I know it's going to happen. That's when you start learning about yourself and growing through the process. Hmm. Sometimes you have to grow into situations. You don't just say, oh, I just want it to be this way. Please be this way. <laughs> it's not going to do that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the, the, the universe would be awesome. If it yeah, did. Yeah. yeah. It's just really like, so yeah, even, even, um, the, the, uh, power of the law of attraction or the secret or any of those things, I believe in them. Mm-hmm. I do, but you are going to get tested to see if you have doubt, you are going to get tested to see if you are going to quit. Yep. You're going to get tested on all of those things. You best believe that the process is and not supposed to be easy. It's not. No. Any, no. Anything worth, there's another quote. I forget what the hell, who said the quote, but anything worth having comes with the suck. It comes with the hard work. Like it's, yeah. you appreciate it more. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and call out some of my audience. I know, like, I'm really trying to get back to the next generations, right? Mm-hmm. And they, you know, the, the millennials are getting a bad rap. A lot of people yeah. are saying they're, they're just trying, they're, they're lazy. They don't want to do work. And maybe there is a percentage, but let's be real. Every generation's got a lazy percentage. Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe not uh, your your temporary your your short term grandfather's generation because you know they they lived through some legitimate war times, so they weren't mm. they weren't given the flexibility that I think a lot of us have today, mm. and I think we don't appreciate that enough. So whether you're Gen X or Millennial or anything else, I think a lot of times uh, where you know your mindset needs to be reminded about like guys, do you study history? We are not living through World War One and World War Two, Vietnam, yeah. Korean Wars. Like, they, I'm not saying it justified him being a dick, <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, yeah. I can at least try to connect and try to understand. Yeah. And I feel like that's what I'm getting from you is that yeah. listen, like you know what, he is who he is. I'm gonna mm-hmm. so I'm gonna throw it right back at him. I'm not gonna let him railroad over me. You know, I'm going to say how it is. And maybe I'll gain some respect from him because during that generation, they do appreciate they They want respect, but they also don't want you blowing smoke up their butts. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's true. It's very true. And that's the thing. I think uh, each generation poses different challenges and it comes down to connection specifically. And what you're talking about is connection. Mm -hmm. We're all human beings. We want to connect. That's in our nature. And so we can connect to anyone we want to connect to. But part of the problem is we don't connect at the deepest levels. We connect very superficially sometimes. Oh, you mean and I'm, social media? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just social media, yeah. the way someone um, – it, it just 
little little tiny things like if you if you go like you like that i like that so we so we're connected like, yeah. and it's like no we're all we're all connected yeah that's what people miss we're all connected and so when i even talk about greatness within right and talk about having the challenging clients mm-hmm. i could say oh my god these clients suck forget this i'm going over here sure but that's the lessons are there right so you don't go you don't run from the lesson you go into the lesson and going into the lesson is sometimes the uncomfortable part mm-hmm. it's the same thing as if you're trying to increase your fitness if you're trying to increase your health you have to go into uncomfortable situations if you want to learn to do more push-ups you have to go in uncomfortable situations you can't just say like well it's going to happen because i want it really badly mm-hmm and it's like you can't get people to love you just because you want it really badly. You have to learn. And you have to learn to be not like sometimes. You have to learn to for people to hate on your opinion sometimes. Oh, let's, let's pause on that. Pe- we got to pause. You're, yeah. you're, you're dropping a bomb right now. <laughs> okay. I don't want to break your flow, but I got it's it. It's all good. I got it. <laughs> okay. So many people nowadays, especially nowadays, everybody gets, pardon the term, butt hurt. <laughs> All right. Everybody's yeah. worried. Everybody's like, Oh, well somebody doesn't like me. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there. You can respond how you see fit cliff. I'm like, all okay. right guys, you got to toughen the hell up. Okay. Yeah. You're not going to please everyone. It is not yeah. our job. There are millions of people on this planet. Okay. Yeah. We, you and I have the blessings of being here in North America, in the, in the wonderful United States of America. And let's be real. The USA is not perfect either. And there's a yeah. lot of assholes in this country too. It mm. is not my job to attract and impress every single person. Yeah. And I see this when people are launching brands, when people are trying to figure out their marketing with my business, uh, when, when, we're, when I'm trying to give, get back to client, they, they want to attract everyone. No. You have to, just like when you, when you niche your business and you know exactly the avatar, the person that you're attracting, now you can tailor your sales, your marketing, everything at that person, and you will attract the right people that you want to work with. The same thing applies in friendships and relationships. How how would you like to connect on that point? Because people are so, so, people are so worried about uh, upsetting somebody. (laughs) Yeah, I 100% agree with that. I think um, it's important to make sure to live in your truth. Mm, And that's not to say your truth can't change. Your truth can change. That's the beauty of being a human being. Mm -hmm. But live into what you are. Live into your reality. And you'll find the people that you need to find on the steps that you need to find them in. You know, like I, I talk about dealing with some young people and they can't possibly understand the world the way that I understand it. And Mm. some might, you know, it's again, I am making a blanketed statement and yes, there are people. Well, what about this? And that's the thing. Like people will find a way to personalize certain things that don't really even need to be personalized. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I think toughening up is a definite need for everybody I think everybody can get just a little bit tougher. And it's not, and it's not going to happen overnight. That's the other thing, no, right? It doesn't. Like, no, I mean, it doesn't. I'm looking at your YouTube channel right now. I'm going to do some screen sharing again because I can. 
And, okay. you know, people watching here on the YouTube, right? Here's his YouTube channel. Again, for people listening, this will be linked in the show notes. You get a search for his name, Clifford Stark, but the, the channel will be linked. But there's a lot of great little short videos you have in here. Like, uh, for example, you talk about habits, all right? And this is what I'm getting at right yeah. now. You're going to have to put in the reps, people. You're going to have to build a new habit to try and reprogram your brain, to toughen the skin, yeah. to get yourself past these points of allowing people to negatively influence you when... And, and actually, back to energy and flow, right? Mm -hmm. I had some amazing people on re recently, and I rephrased this. So it, it's I literally feel like people don't know that they're giving away their power. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Because, dude, that's your power, man. That's how you burn hot and intense on the inside, whether it's fire or anything else. Like... When you give people the ability to criticize you, own you, they, there's, you're, you're literally letting people own you. Yeah. So how, how do you want to talk about that? Because, I mean, it feels like you can really rock it. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it really starts with – so people miss the internal, right? Mm -hmm. It all starts internally, within, greatness within. And a lot of people use the external as – I need to externally, I need to do this. The external does play a role. Sure. It does play a role. But it all starts with the internal. So it's not to say that you don't feel things. It's not to say that negative comments don't hurt. It's not to say any of those things. But it is to say you get to choose how you're going to perceive it. And you get to choose how you move forward. And so when you go into your internal, my, like I have a five-step process I take people through. And the fifth step is take responsibility uh, because the second you start, it. yeah, the second you start taking responsibility of your life, you realize how much control you really have. And it's not to try and control the uncontrollable, but it is to control what you can control. You get to decide where you're going to go. You get to decide the things you're going to say to yourself. You get to decide how you're going to act. You get to decide how you're going to think. And you get to practice and you get to learn. You get to grow. In America, we have all the information we need at our fingertips. It doesn't get any better than that. No. Everything that you would possibly need is right in front of you. But on the reverse side of it, it can be a little bit complicated for people. Sometimes that can be hard because there's so much information. Yes. So the one thing I'll give to your audience is to act, take action, and take focused action. And when you take focused action, that's where you'll find yourself. That's where you'll find where you need to go. Because well, if you're going all over the place and doing like every, like it just it's too much. It's too much. And what he's telling you, ladies and gentlemen, I'm actually screen sharing his site again, right on the homepage when you scroll down from the top banner, the third thing shown there is action with purpose. So I wanted to kind of piggyback in what you're saying, Cliff, because absolutely, I love the fact that it's like one of your first three things that people are going to see when they're on the first page of your site. It's true. Like it's not just everybody's like, "Oh, take action." No, I could take a yeah. lot of bad. I could take a lot of bad action. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I could go. I could go and uh, you know do some hard drugs. That's not exactly action that I want to you know, mm -hmm. really promote. I could go chug a bottle of vodka. I could go yeah. and uh, slash somebody's tires. Right. Yeah. Those are all actions, 
maybe mm-hmm. not legally uh, acceptable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but again, like, what is the purpose of the action? What is what is the energy that's going to come out of that? That's what I'm yes. get, getting from what you're you're hitting on right now. Absolutely. Because that's the repetition we want to build. Like, if if we're doing, if we're taking purposeful action, those are the repetitions that's going to help attract the right energy and then reprogram your mindset. Yes. Reprogram. Reprogram. I mean, that's how cool the mind is. Like, I mean, it still trips me out to this day, honestly. And I've, I've coached hundreds of clients and I still get tripped out and amazed by the process because when you can, you can legitimately change how you process and how you perceive things and create a new world. Mm-hmm. You can create a new world and it all starts with a thought. The action's huge, but it all starts with a powerful, powerful thought. And then you move from there. Agreed. Yeah. And actually uh, real quick to help piggyback in what you're saying, uh, ladies and gentlemen, when Cliff signed up to come on the show, he, uh, I always asked uh, our guest co-hosts like share a quote. And I just want to expand on what you're saying because it's it goes back full circle. You shared the opportunities are in the obstacles. And mm-hmm. you kind of made a joke because you think I made that quote up or maybe, I don't know. But it, it doesn't matter whether we made it, you made it, somebody else made yeah. it. It's short, it's simple, but it reinforces everything we've been talking about. It's, yes. you're, it's going to take work and there's going to be obstacles. And like we just said, take purposeful action. It's all tied together. And I think another key word that I'm sure it brings up in your coachings, and we are you know, coming to the end of the show, so I just want to make sure this got thrown in there to help tie it all together, is patience. Yeah. Right? I'm sure you talked about absolutely. that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. People are not patient with themselves. No. And, and it's funny because we're, we're kind of programmed not to be patient. True. And I think people <laughs> have to realize that. You know, I think people have to realize that. We got microwaves. We got Netflix. Even Netflix has a timer that lets us know that it's getting ready to change. Mm-hmm. Our loading screen, our loading screen will show us like, okay, we are working. Here it comes. We're, we're moving. Yep. So we always have to know that something's moving. Like, I got to know, I got to know, I got to know. And sometimes you just have to be in the moment. Yeah. I do appreciate clocks when I'm hand grinding my coffee and making French press because it's all about the four-minute cook cycle. You really don't want to yeah. let it cook longer than that. So that's when yeah. you use the you know tools like that to your benefit. But back yes. to your point, uh, people do need more patience and they need to let things happen naturally. And now one, once I've made that first cup of coffee, I go outside and I stand in the backyard in the morning and allow myself to, I mean, people don't understand grounding and earthing. It's something newer to me, but I'm uh-huh. letting the energy bloom in the morning, right? I'm letting things yeah. just slowly fire up because once they're fired up, I'm gone all day. I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I love uh, you. I love you. You're, you're making a point on it. It's like you and I are pretty fired up dudes, but yeah, there's, absolutely. there's power in the patience. Yes. Huge power, huge power in the patients. I wanted, so I wanted to ask you what got you into uh, firefighting. There'll be a chapter on that too. Uh, a, gr- right. a girl. Really? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of cheesy, but no, I, yeah. I, I, I met a girl who was originally from Nevada, and she was out here years ago. This is back mm-hmm. in two thousand six, two thousand seven, I think. And I never met a girl from the West Coast, and she was like. 
I mean, her name was Shasta. She was named after Mount Shasta in California. Her sister's name was Denali, you know, the Mount, Mount Denali from Alaska. I'm like, yeah. your parents were definitely hippies. Um, but, <laughs> but the, 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 but she was so laid back and nice. not the North Northeastern U S man. Like I was born in Jersey, grew up on a farm, but I grew up and became a hard charger. She was the exact opposite of that. It was very influential. And then I found out that, you know, she was only there for a few months. Uh, she was getting ready to relocate back to the West and she wanted to uh, have an adventure and also make some money at it. And she told me she was going to go be a hotshot. And I'm like, what the hell's a hotshot? Yeah. And then for the next two years, um, you know, I, I researched the hell out of it. I was, I was back in school on nights and weekends. I decided to set a goal to do a degree in marketing and psychology as an adult student. So I wanted to be the first person in my family to finally finish a degree. I, I started as an engineer in the 90s and just never finished it. I got in some startup companies. But the point was, I was like, all right, I'm going to finish that chapter and then I need another adventure. And I already had a great okay. resume and now I got the education. But I was like, I could not get that out of my head. And I said, fine, no. I'm going to go find a fire academy. I'm going to go get certified and then I'm going to start networking because trying to be trying to get onto a hotshot crew as an East coaster with no firefighting background and you're already considered old. I had a yeah. few speed bumps and boundaries in my way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then well, there, the rest is history. Awesome. The rest is history. Yeah. yeah. Served in 2010, 2011, earned my belt buckle. It's, up on the wall. That's that's what you get once you're with a crew for like at least two years. They give you a belt buckle. Uh, nice. <laughs> I mean, my buddy's like, yeah. hey, man. He's like, you risked your life 2,000 hours a year <laughs> fighting wildfires. and oh, belt buckle? I was, like, I, was, I, was like, I was like, I love my belt buckle. And don't you yeah. judge. <laughs> don't judge my belt buckle. Well, I'll tell you, one of the coolest things you said, you did the reading, you researched, you really followed through. Um, I followed the energy. Fair. That was yeah, what it that's was. so huge. Yeah, and that's I didn't so know what it was. I didn't know that was energy back then. Right? Yeah, for you, people to have. Yeah, it, and it's big. Like I'll never forget. So I've been married a little over twelve years now. Got me beat. And before one one baby boy. Okay. One baby boy. Proud papa. And um, yeah, yeah, I love that kid. He's so he's filled with energy too. But um, I did my I researched on marriage, right? Mm -hmm. Just to understand it. And then you have to go in it and marriage is sometimes hard. Like it's not this easy, glamorous thing, right? It's a beautiful thing. It's a very, it's, I wouldn't take it back for the world. It's great. I love it, but there's hard times, there's challenges. And sometimes just understanding it helps you get through the challenge a little bit better too. I... Just understanding it and, and knowing it. I can reinforce you 110% uh, because I yeah. spent, I mean, there is some, a lot I'm going to put this in the book too, but there's, uh, there's a lot, there's a lot of negative. I've already written the book. I just had to finish editing it, but there's a okay. section of, I talk about the negative side effects. Cause everything, you know, it's, it's, it's energy, dude. There's, there's pros and cons with everything, but there yeah. was a negative side effect from those two years. I was like the all boys club adrenaline junkies. You know, we, we felt invincible. Um, I didn't allow myself to get close to anybody. I became the mm -hmm. hardcore bachelor and I took that mindset back here to the East coast. And then when okay. I, I had the opportunity to meet my now wife as of March, um, I'm like two months into this, uh, mm -hmm. figure, still figuring it out. Oh no. In seven days, it'll be two months. Um, okay. so the, but you'll appreciate this. I only made it at barely a year into the dating and she mm -hmm. dumped my ass. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm, I'm like, I'm 36 years old and I'm getting dumped by a girl five years younger than me. And I'm like, yeah. OK, 
what's up with that? And that I couldn't yeah. get her, I couldn't get her out of my head. And then my, you know, I have years of personal and professional development. And then mm. one quote popped into my head. I was like, I have challenged myself with marathons, mountain bike races. I've lived all over the country. I have literally served in one of the hardest jobs on the planet for a couple of years. And I, I'm not willing to take the risk of my heart. And that, yeah. that was like, boom. This is full yeah. circle for you, man. Back to the beginning of the yeah. show when you were talking about the power of the heart and the power of giving love and sharing love and loving yourself. I wasn't willing to take that risk. So the next yeah. three months, I did exactly what you're talking about. Dude, I mm-hmm. was online like downloading and I was paying money for like get your X back PDF documents and 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 videos and webinars. I just I took all that personal professional development energy and dumped it into why the hell my brain was where it was at because I studied psychology. Like I I mean, mm-hmm. I, I minored it. And I could have I could have finished a dual major. I was so in love with psychology, but I decided to just get it done so I can go fight fires. Uh, but yeah. so it reinforces what you're saying. Like I felt this energy and I followed it, and I I and then that self work helped me win her back. So awesome. I mean, she'll awesome. still she'll still tell people that I'm still a jackass, but that's you know, <laughs> that, that just comes with the territory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and that's the biggest part is. So when I, when I coach people, I have a really high, high percentage of people who are successful. Mm-hmm. And it all really does start as some people will say it sounds cheesy, but it really does start with that. Yeah. It starts with, because when you love them, it gives them per- permission to love themselves. There are times when it's hard for people to love themselves because they're either shamed, they feel like they they can't do it, they feel like failures. Mm-hmm. And they don't love themselves enough. And I mean, this might be difficult for some people to hear. I I try not to overstep boundaries until I actually meet with people. But just on the weight scale alone, there are people who come to me who are obese. Mm -hmm. And when they're obese like that, that's not self-love. It's not. I agree. And And that is a very hard topic. It's a very hard topic. It is. It is. And it's like I've talk i talked to one specific woman i didn't want to have the conversation with her but it's not you've heard of fat shaming oh yeah um that's not what we're talking about here today yeah and i'm not about that at all i think that's the worst thing a person can do Mm -hmm. i love that person at a hundred percent but i have to give them permission to love themselves truly and if you're truly loving yourself you're going to take care of your temple that's what it comes down to and she gave me a hug you know we we talked for a while and she ended up losing over a hundred pounds awesome. in less than yeah, in less than ten months, and that's what it came down to. It went because I want them to know, like, I just need them to find love here. Sure. Because when they and find love here, for the, for the people listening, the he's things. tapping his head. He's tapping his head. He's yeah. talking about the brain. Yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll do the things they need to do. Yeah. They'll start eating better. They'll start taking care of themselves better. They'll start doing the things they need to do, because. Well, People know eating that junk, it's not its not healthy to do, not on a regular basis. No. And I, that's, that's the power of coaching. I'm, I'm glad you yeah. hit on that because – but in the end, let's be real. Great job, by the way. You, ma- you made that a connection. You, can, you established that connection, and it ended mm-hmm. up working to her benefit. 
But in the end, she still has the personal accountability to establish yep. her why and own that why. But this is all yep. intertwined. Like you, you just Absolutely. needed to help her get permission to herself and help her realize that she wasn't loving herself and that she can do something about it. And she didn't need yeah. to feel helpless if she, if she did, I don't know, that's all assumption, but I, I've, I've had these conversations, you know, I, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I've been in the health fitness space for a long time too. I mean, I've been in yeah. across multiple sports, so I get it. I'm with you, man. Yeah. So. Well, even you, you being in psychology and studying it so deeply Psychology is huge. No, oh, it's massive. Like when, when you can get, when you can get that p- portion right, because like I said, I was a kinesiology major. I graduated in it, but man, psychology took my game to a whole new level. Oh yeah. Took it to a whole new level because it wasn't just the physical. I'm like, oh my God, they all go hand in hand. Like mm-hmm. everything goes hand in hand. The mind, the body and the spirit all come together. And when you can get them right, moving in the right direction, so the same thing, action with purpose, you have to get all three moving in the right direction. You can't just have two and have a, a lagger on one. You can't do that to yourself. No. Because you're better than that. You're better than that. That's what it comes down to. And I, and I remind people of that. I go, you're better than that. You can do more than that. And get, it does I, start with love. I got to get you on, on stage with a buddy of mine. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, I mean, he, he, he's, he's all buzzed up and bald like you and, yeah. and, and dark and saucy, you know, so, but, yeah. Yeah, but he's, uh, he's just, he, you, your voices are almost identical, but his name is uh, Andre Young. And he's like, okay. yeah, his brand is um, you evolving now. But he, nice. he was in the, uh, in like the family health space. Like he was in the counseling and all that. And then now, mm-hmm. now he's, you know, this you know big buff public speaker and he's got a division of you evolving out for like kids and, and then for women and for men, just like you talked about today. So you guys nice. have so much in common, except like you're Arizona based and he's here in Pennsylvania. Um, yeah. But actually, uh, at the end of the month, he and I are going to be hanging out a huge growth movement, uh, which is funny because the guy founded this and he didn't want to move it to like a major city. He wanted to give back to the local community. So west of me, because uh, I'm about an hour north of Philadelphia. So west of Philly oh. and west of me, there's a city called Reading, Pennsylvania. So he's purposely hosting it in his hometown because he wants to give back to that community. But it's called the Growth okay. Now. It's called the Growth Now Movement, and it's all okay. that whole event, that whole movement is all about everything you and I are talking about. Uh, but awesome. An- Andre is going to be speaking at that, and so I'm going down to yeah. help support him. And and I've had the founder on the podcast too. But uh, I tell people all the time, like. You know, find an event near you. You don't have to travel, but uh, I'll have to get you guys connected because you guys could. You guys yeah, are the same. Yeah, that'd be great. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because he he's like you. He's doing the YouTube, right? He's doing every. Uh-huh. You guys have so much in common. It's if nothing else, I I just I, I spent years saying I love networking, and now uh-huh. I'm morphing into I love connecting. I want to yeah. I want to see people who have common energy that could possibly get amplified and get these yeah. people connected. I think it's our. This goes back to your point earlier in the show. Human beings want to get connected and be connected. And sometimes Absolutely. we just need to help each other by being a vehicle for that. Yeah. No, so. it's a hundred percent. Even that. So that's a good point. I'm going to give you this story. I had two clients, two female clients, right? One was training in the evening. Well, they actually met together. They didn't know each other. They weren't friends, but they both signed up at the same time. Right. Okay. So they both signed up at the same time. One was training in the morning and the other was training in the evening. And funny enough, they both had the same name. Both of them, both of them were named Dana, right? Interesting. So 
Yeah, I know. It was hilarious. So, so the morning client wouldn't listen. She just wasn't listening, wasn't having it, right? The evening client listened to everything that I did and everything that I told her. And she ended up looking amazing, right? So they ended up crossing paths again. And the morning client's like, what did you do? Like, how did you lose so much weight? And he goes, I just listened to Cliff, like everything Cliff said. Hmm. And that connection, like, there's the, there is a female connection. There sure. just is. You have to accept it. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't try and force things. Oh no, I can't but replace her. <laughs> yeah, hearing hearing her say that was all she needed. And bam, it hit her. And so yeah, when it comes to networking and connecting, I say sometimes you're not the message for that person. Mm-hmm. Even though she was paying me to coach her. It's kind of ironic to me. It was I was like, oh my God, this is really happening. Yeah. But that's the way it had to go. It had to go through the process the way that it had to go through the process. And in order to get her to listen, she needed to see me do it with someone else. That's crazy. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> but it's so true. I can't tell you how many times I've, and I don't, I don't officially call myself a coach, but I've spent years in coaching roles. So I technically mm-hmm. am a coach, but whatever. The point is, yeah. is like time and time again, you're always going to come across that. And yeah. I think it's great that you've actually have a story to share about that. And, and, and you understand the importance of, Hey, I don't need to be the connecting point. Now I'm just going to connect you to her. And then I'm just a vehicle. And yeah. then now you see the message that I've been telling you, that you've been paying me to tell you yeah, in its full glory because somebody of a similar energy, right? Same sex, whatever it may be. Yeah. Boom. The epiphany hits. And that's all that mm-hmm. matters. Who cares? Who says it? Yeah. Right. As long as it gets through. <laughs> I'm going to laugh even more because you said the epiphany hits. That was actually the name of the gym. Ah, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we can't make this stuff up, people. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> well, listen, this has been a great show. I have to get ready for another show in, in a couple of minutes here, but uh, you're the guest okay. co-host. So I always ask our guest co-host just to help shut the show down, close it out with some final words, some all-encompassing message. Like you've shared a lot of great content today, Cliff. And, and this, this final story at the end was just awesome too. Um, but is there, a, is there something that's like behind everything you're doing? Is there an all-encompassing message right now you want to leave behind for the audience? Yeah, uh, at the end of the day. And Scott, I appreciate you having me on. And I love hearing your stories too. And what it all comes down to whoa, <laughs> is, oh, can you see me? Oh yeah, we're hanging. Okay, cool. I'm actually doing uh, some, all, I'm gonna do some site sharing as we close out too, so keep going. What it all what it all comes down to is there's greatness in you. Simply put. And sometimes you have to put in the energy to really see it there. Sometimes you have difficult times. And all of those difficult times, all those hard pressure moments, all of those life lessons it's all part of the story that you're going to be able to tell somebody at the end of the day Hmm. so make it your best one and make it a great one go all in on your story because no one else is going to have yours i love that well there you go well listen hang tight i want to give you a proper goodbye out the air ladies and gentlemen uh, I knew Glyph would have, not have a problem closing us out with those final words. That's why I spring them on people. When you're a, a legitimate <laughs> influencer and you, you really understand your message, it's not going to trump you. You're always going to have something awesome to share, and all of our guest co-hosts always do uh, because this is what it takes, guys. This is He said it earlier in the show. 
you know, you'll, you'll, you'll eventually reach a point where you're finding that energy, you're finding that flow and there's something bigger out there. And we all need to be leaving behind that purposeful message, that wisdom, whatever it may be. So again, make sure you check him out at cliffordstocks.com. Everything's going to be linked. He got the YouTube. He's on the Instagram. He's on the Facebook. We got all that stuff rocking and rolling. All that'll be linked in the show notes. You just be able to go to livethefuel.com for this episode. So again, thanks for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. We definitely fueled your health, business, and lifestyle today. So remember, you too can live the fuel. And we'll talk to you guys again soon. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com. Live the Fuel.